Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people about what they're doing in the gluten-free world, and I also share my own story of having celiac disease and being gluten-free. Before we jump into today's episode, I would like to take this time to acknowledge this land that I'm currently recording this podcast on right now, and that my family and I have the privilege to live on. It is the land of the Gundungara people, and they are the true custodians of this land. I'd like to acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of all Indigenous elders, past, present, and emerging. Also, I am not a medical professional myself, so anytime you hear anything on this podcast spoken by myself or my guests, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your health or your diet. All right, let's get into the episode today. Good morning, Penny and Emily. Thanks for joining me here today. Thank you, Ben. (laughs) And Penny, we had a question from our listeners. Why do some people say they can get false positive or negatives on their celiac bloods? Yeah, so I guess that's an important thing to remember about those blood tests is that you do get um, false positive and false negative results. You know, they are are possible. Um, So that's why we don't rely 100% on those blood results to confirm a diagnosis of celiac disease. Um, Certainly in most cases, well, in all cases, you need to be referred to a gastroenterologist or a paediatric gastroenterologist in the case of children. Um, And in the majority of cases, the gastro will um, put you through to have a biopsy to confirm that diagnosis. Um, There is some... In some cases with children, we can we can avoid that biopsy if there are very specific criteria um, met around that. But um, in most most cases, we need that blood test, but also the biopsy to confirm the diagnosis. Um, and I guess just to explain, going back to basics, when we talk about false positives, we actually mean that the blood result is positive, but celiac disease is not actually there. And when we talk about false negatives, it's a negative result, but celiac disease is there. So it's a bit of a, a sort of misleading result, I guess. It doesn't doesn't really help. And I guess that's why it's important for your doctor to look at the entire clinical picture um, and make a call based on that as to whether we need to do a bit more investigation. So even if that blood test is negative, if there are other suggestive or high-risk features um, that suggest celiac disease, then a referral to a gastroenterologist um, may be required anyway, just to follow that up a bit further and and work out exactly what's going on, whether it be celiac disease or something else. For sure. And if that does come back positive and that person is diagnosed with celiac disease, do you want to touch on just like the, the family screening, um, having other people in yeah. the immediate family screened? Yeah, so based as an as in your experience as well, Ben, if if you have one person diagnosed in the family with celiac disease, it's recommended that all immediate family members also be screened at some stage. So that's any siblings, parents um, of that person um, should also be screened for celiac disease as well, or and children as well. 
with kids that's evil and kids and adults that's whether they have symptoms or not so even if they appear to be well um, and no signs of active celiac disease then it's recommended they still be screened just using that antibody blood test at some stage um, in kids we recommend waiting till around the age of four or five before you do that just because the blood tests are more reliable um, once you get to that age and it can be really hard to justify a blood test in children even at that age so in adults um, you have that blood test done but I guess it's important to remember that even if you get a negative or a clear result on that initial screening that doesn't mean that it can't develop in the future so certainly in children we recommend that it be done every two or three years or so just to make sure we don't overlook the development of celiac disease before that adolescent growth spurt. Um, and in adults, certainly, and there's no set guidelines around when adults should be re-screened, but certainly I suggest that people, if you're getting a blood test done for any reason, tack celiac serology on there as well. And certainly if you do develop any symptoms and things, then, then be mindful that it could be celiac disease developing then because it can develop it at any stage. For sure. Yeah. We just had our daughter, our eldest daughter tested and um, we had the gene test done at the same time yeah. just in case she, she does develop that um, just so we knew if she had the gene or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That can be a helpful thing to do. Um, I mean, while you kind of, it's quite a high chance that they're going to be gene positive because of that family history, there is a chance that they'll be gene negative. Um, and if the genes are negative, then that effectively excludes celiac disease and you don't have to retest in that respect. So if that's something you can talk to your doctor about doing as well, that can be helpful. Yeah, super important. Yeah. And um, a big event is coming up in Italy, in Sorrento. Yes. Unfortunately, I'm not going. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, be nice. So there's um, every couple of years, there's the International Celiac Disease Symposium is held. So it's a really big international conference that it brings together um, all your physicians, your dietitians, your researchers, academics that all work in that field of celiac disease and provides a really important forum for them to, to get together, share their ideas and expand knowledge and make sure everyone's on the same page. It's a great conference. Um, it's organised by the International Society for the Study of Celiac Disease. Um, so they just bring everyone together every couple of years. So this one is yeah in Sorrento in next month. Um, the one in not the next one, but the one after, so that'll be 2026, is going to be in Melbourne. So super excited about that. Um, Excellent. So yeah, that'll be a really a great event. Um, just to showcase what is happening in Australia in the field of celiac disease, because we're leading lots of areas. So I'm really looking forward to that. That'd be great. And I am actually having a special guest on the podcast who will be presenting at that particular symposium in Italy. Oh, great. Um, but yeah, I won't say who it is. But, oh, uh, it's a surprise. Yeah, just a little teaser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we do have our, um, so Professor Tide, Associate Professor Tidin and Dr. Bob Anderson, who are on our medical advisory, um, they will both be presenting their work at the Excellent. symposium. Um, but yeah, interested to know who you've got coming that's cool <laughs> <For> sure <laughs> well thanks for all that penny and uh emily the melbourne gluten-free expo is happening soon yes yeah, so we're still in expo season we had the perth gluten-free expo on the 27th and 28th of august that was at the claremont showgrounds the people of perth came in their thousands 
Um, I think it was a really long awaited event. Um, and yeah, everyone was super chuffed with how it turned out. But next up, for your Vic and Taz listeners, we have the final gluten free expo of the year, and that's going to be held in Melbourne. And that's on the 15th and 16th of October. And that's uh, just over two and a half weeks away. The event will be held at the Melbourne Convention and Exhibition Centre. Um, so I think that's going to be a fantastic weekend not to be missed. We have a super impressive, wide-ranging li- lineup of gluten-free exhibitors, speakers and fabulous offers as usual. And if you want more information, updates on speakers, exhibitors, please head to the glutenfreeexpo.com.au. And I also want to take this opportunity to let your Vic and Tassier uh, listeners um, and who are members know that their personal link to redeem their free member ticket was sent to their email. So please keep an eye out for that. And if you haven't seen it, please check your junk mail. Um, if you can't find it, call the membership services team on 1300 458 836 and they'll assist. And um, please note if you're a member from Regional Vic, Country Vic, you are eligible to receive two free tickets. So you can take the car journey with a friend. Um, and also, if uh, you know you need more information on that, on that call the, the membership to services team to discuss. And for our non-member gluten-free community and supporters, um, we want you to come, please. Uh, tickets were opened up to the public on Monday, so two days ago. Uh, please head to the website to secure your ticket fast. Our Melbourne Expo is traditionally our largest, so get in super quickly. And um, an important reminder, tickets are available to purchase for one day only. So once you you ticket you purchase your ticket for either the Saturday or Sunday, you can't come to both. Um, that's probably uh, very straightforward, but just a special note on that. And lastly, Ben, um, we're calling on your wonderful listeners to see if anyone would be interested to volunteer at some point over the weekend on the 15th and 16th of October. You'd be working alongside the Celiac Australia team helping to make the event a great success. We're offering all volunteers two free tickets, which means you can invite friends and family to join you after your shift or take a friend or family member the next day. Um, And volunteering at the event is something that your listeners would be interested in, please contact, I'll read out the email address, it's events at celiac.org.au or phone us on the 1300 458 836 number. Uh, You can also check our socials. And Ben, if uh, any of your listeners are interested in becoming a Celiac Australia member, um, head to the Celiac Australia website to check out the fabulous member benefits that will help making living gluten-free easier. and look for the Join Now tab or call that number that I've repeated a few times so far. Excellent. Thank you for that, Emily. And also, just lastly, Celiac Australia have appointed a new CEO. Yes, that's right. We're very excited. The CA board recently appointed Miss Fiona Crockett to Chief Executive Officer of Celiac Australia. She actually started on the 12th of September, so she's been with us for a few weeks already and she has hit the ground running. We could not be happier about the appointment. Fiona has a very impressive CV. She has over 30 years' experience working in the not-for-profit corporate and public sectors. She has a wealth of experience leading social impact initiatives, revenue raising and fundraising, and she has a keen interest in medical research, which is obviously a really important pillar for us at Celiac Australia. And importantly, she's looking forward to making a positive impact and making a difference 
in the lives of people with celiac disease and those requiring a gluten-free diet. So, yeah, super happy. And, um, yeah, maybe you could meet her one day. Absolutely. I'd definitely be happy to. Be happy to chat to her, yeah. Right. Awesome. And as always, you pointed it out a few times, but as always, how can listeners uh, contact Celiac Australia if they have any questions, if they want to sign up as a member or make a donation? Yeah. So just literally head to the website. Uh, if you're keen to just make a donation, there is a donation button uh, on the on the right-hand upper tab on the website. And if you're interested in becoming a member, click on Join Now. You'll be able to read all the wonderful um, member benefits that we have. And um, if you'd rather just pick up the phone and call the 1300 458 836 helpline, the team, the membership services team would love to have a chat to you. Awesome. Penny and Emily, thanks for taking the time to chat to me today. Pleasure, Ben. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.